This is Gomarni Vamas Adaf Ayin Vav. All the learning has been generously sponsored as an incredible schlosser for Shlema, for Chadvaleya Bas, Saradina, Mir Tashem. The learning of the entire Chavura should bring Chadvaleya Bas, Saradina, an incredible and complete Revua Shlema. As well as learning Shriya Shlashilov, Zachayim, and Devar, Tamizim, Bas, Rachel, Shamlon, Zabal, Ibenteli, Shivan, Chayab, Lamid, Zabas, Sima Malka, as well as Chadvaleya Bas, Shlema, 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 rolling on the bottom of and we're in the middle of trying to figure out which part, which type of Kruz Shivcha is that which is possible and what is the Alacha Lemaisa. So yesterday we concluded three lines, three lines into the white lines that Rava said, because one is shalat ba'ivira, one is loy shalat ba'ivira. Amalei Ravina le'amimar, and he says no. Halchi Amar Marzutra, five lines into the white lines, and I name and base. So says Rav Zutra Mishmeder Ababa Elchasa. Bein kikulmis, bein kemarzid. These are two different ways that the ever could be severed, like a cooler, like a gutter, like a gutter. <laughs> Either way, he says that it is kshera. Why? However, the question is, which part? Where is this severing of the ever? Is it below or above the corona, the member itself, the fleshy head or not? Where exactly is this issue? Says the Gemara, what's your question? It must be that it's severed above the corona, the member itself. Why? We saw already that if it's even if the entire giddy is severed, it still is kosher. So the case must be that it's lamata. The Ravina, the Shabush, the Dubai. And says the Gemara, Ravina, what's that Ravi that says, ah, I was just trying to test you. He was just trying to test Meremar. Says the Gemara, a few stories, three lines at the bottom. I in heaven, he's a who of the. There's a story had both sides cut down like a quill in a certain scenario and he says it was kosher that's not called a Krav Shivcha and you let him marry a Yid. I love that Avi Pambadisa. There's a story in Pambadisa is Tatim Gufsa the Shechva Zara and the tube in which the, the Zara the semen comes out of became clogged and what happened there's two tubes inside the Aver and instead of coming through the tube that the Zara is supposed to come out he came out of the tube in which the who cares what's the difference which tube it's coming out of because you come turning over to today's daf, I involve him Aleph. Mimula, you come from a place of short people. Amrita Mili Malita. You're saying cut up things, you're saying truncated things. What are you saying? And he explained. When the Zara the semen comes out of the right tube, what happens? It's Mivashla, literally cooks, it boils, it becomes potent, it's able to impregnate the woman. But if it comes out the wrong tube, it's no longer potent, and therefore he explained that it would puzzle, because again, the whole purpose and the whole crux of the idea of Khrushchev 
is whether this man is able to impregnate a woman or not. So it's true, the Zerah is coming out. But because it's coming out of the wrong place, it doesn't have the potency, and therefore, it will pass. He said the following case. Let's say there was a hole in the in the Aver, and then what happened? They plugged up the hole. If when the zero would come out, what would happen? It would rip open the hole, and it would and it would leak out of that side hole. Then it's possible because again, it's not coming out the appropriate way, and it won't be able to have a child. Vilav, it's going to be kosher. Says the Gemara, they bought Rava. Rava was thinking about this and asked five lines from the top. Hey, what exactly? Where is this hole? We're talking about that on the eve there's some sort of hole. They plugged it up. But the problem is that now, when he ejaculates, the zero is going to leak out the side. And he said it's possible. So said Rabbi, where is this hole that's going to passel? Like we saw a moment ago, if it's underneath, what's the question? That even if it's completely cut off, it's going to be kosher. So it can't be there. Elo must be on the Atara itself. And that was the question. And based off of this, Gemara explains it's Marnami, like we just said, Amar Mari Bar Mar, Amar Marukva Mashmol, Nikim Baatara Atzma. Vinistem, call she the nikra, nikra puzzle. If it's going to leak out, it's going to be puzzle. Vilav, kosher. It's going to be kosher. And as we mentioned the previous year, these gemaras are extremely relevant. Allah, lamais, different medical procedures and surgeries. Often, very, very, I don't want to say very, very common, but these are scenarios in which these come, gemaras come into play. Says the gemara, shalach lei rabba breed the rabba l'rab yosef. Yilamdinu rabin, you taught us. Heichi avdinan. What do we do in the case of the previous, meaning what, how do we test if the previous case is accurate? What do we just say? We said Sodu as a whole, and they puncture up Aver. Now we have to figure out whether the Zerah comes out of the side hole and apostles, or does it come through the top and it's kosher. But he said, how do we figure this out? It's a single man, and he wants to know, he wants to come marry into Kalal Yisrael. He wants to marry a regular girl. So how do we test to see whether indeed the surgery was good or not? So Amar Leir, Rabbi Yisif responds, you know what we do? We bring hot bread, the sairi of barley bread. And what do we do? We place it on the on the back hole of the man, on the anus. And what do we do? And that causes, because of the proximity to the aver, it causes the zera to come out. And therefore, we're going to check. We're going to see where does the zera come out of. If it comes out of this side, a little puzzle. If it comes straight to the top, it's going to be kosher. Says Abaye, Amar Abaye, Atukuli Alma Yaakov Avino Abaye. Is everyone as kosher as Yaakov Avino that you have to do this extreme test in order for the zera to come out? It says about Yaakov Avino, that it says when he gave birth to Reuven, it was the first strength. It was the first time he ever saw zera in his life. Says Abaye, is this true? No, says Abaye, you don't have to be so extreme. El Amar Abaye, my friend, come here, big decent. Says Abayo, we bring him in front of him colorful clothing of a woman. We make him get aroused. And that's going to cause him to see Zara. He's going to have him a seminal discharge. And we're going to know where it comes out of. Is everyone like Barzila Giladi? So promiscuous that just by looking at colorful clothing, it's going to cause him to be aroused and see Zara. 
we'll just point out, and therefore the first terrorist is correct. We'll just point out parenthetically, very large discussion in the Paiskim Nachreinim over here. What exactly was going on over here? What was the reason to bring in front of him color of clothing? So Rashi just points out, Shal Isha sounds like it's woman's clothing, not necessarily a woman that he knows. If it would be a woman that he knows, there would be an Isser. But again, the large discussion would exactly is the case over here that we're trying to get him aroused how exactly that is that that is uh feasible and tanu rabanan continues the gemara 15 lines down the first word line is mechavart tanu rabanan nikif if again the ever has a hole in it possibly can marry into klal yisrael the reason is because if there's a hole what happens the zerah doesn't shoot out it drips over the side nistim if you plug up the hole in kashem neishu mylid because then what happens now we can have children and this is a case of a psal that could be fixed, because we see that when there was a hole, it's a problem. If you plug it up properly, it's going to be kosher. Says the Gemara, what was this statement that we just saw? Zehu! This is the case of something possible that could be called kosher. Zehu! Whenever we say this is the case, it's coming to exclude something else. So what's the case it's coming to exclude? Explains the Gemara, it's going to include in the case of the scar tissue that's around the wound of a lung, the chrome, which does not seal in the organ properly. This is a mission on Chulin. This has to do with an animal, whether the animal's a trefa. This is some sort of protector covering that's growing over the lung. And this is going to be a case that it's not going to be able to be fixed. So our case is a hole that you could cover and it's yes, fixed. The case over there does not fix. Says the Gemara, what exactly do we do? We bring a barley kernel, meaning how do we, now we're going to learn some medical uh, procedures. They asked, how do we fix this problem? There's a person that has a hole in his aver, how do we plug it up? So says Abaya, we bring a barley kernel, and we scratch the area to make the aver bleed, and we bring some fat, and we use the fat to smear around the room, around this uh, incision, and then we bring a big ant, this is where it's going to get extreme, apologies, and we place the head of the hole of the ant into the, the head of the ant into the hole on the aver. And now the head, the ant bites into the aver. This is getting a bit, uh, painful. And as the ant is biting, now the head gets stuck in there. And then, we cut off the back of the ants. Now the head of the ant is stuck in this hole, which was slit, bled, and then smeared by fat. It stuck the ant hole, ant in, ant bites, cut off head, and then the hole effectively plugs up. Up the hole. But says the Gemara, one detail everyone remember. Vidavka Sarta, make sure that you use barley when you scratch the skin. Avil Parzala, Mizraf, Zarif. But if you steal, it can make a wound. Perhaps this is a primitive understanding of uh, tetanus, etc. So don't use a steel to cut open.
in the Wulvani Midikatan, it says the Gemara, so only works when they make a slight, a little hole of a Gedule Mekvule Mekvil, but if you make a large puncture, then anything is going to eventually fall off, and it's not going to work. The idea here being, we're creating a scab, we're creating scar tissue, and therefore says the Gemara, it has to be a small incision. Four lines from the wide lines comes along, and he says, if someone is using the bathroom and he urinates from two places, as we saw, that there are two different, uh, there are two different, two different holes over here, two different tubes. So if he urinates through both of them, it's going to puzzle. And I'm a rabbi, and rabbi explain, this is not the halacha, what does that mean? What I mean by bra, that's what we just said. That was the statement of Rav Huna. The Matamayim Shema Kamis is puzzled and explains to Rav, that's not true. That even if he's Matamayim Shema Kamis, he's still able to have children. Therefore, it does not puzzle. And says the Gemara, and Abba, Hadamar and Abba, that Abba is Am Rav Huna. What is this din of Abba that Rav says is not the halacha? As follows. And this is a Gemara in which we've had previously. We had this a Gemara in Shabbos. Explains the Gemara in the last narrow line. If women rub up against each other, some form of a lesbian relations, the women who perform with each other, says the Gemara, apostles like and explains the Gemara. Now, Rav is saying it does not passle. It's kosher. Now, we're going to explain why in the first white line. If a single man and girl, boy and girl, have relations, it creates a zayna and passles them from kuna. But explains Rav, that's there's a proper relation of Isha. But if there's two girls that had some sort of relation with each other, they rubbed up against each other, says Rav, it's pretty. It's of course disgusting and inappropriate. However, it does not passel to kahuna. And these are the two halachas, says Rava. That are Allah Lamaisa. Now we're at a new Mishnah on the bottom of Ayn Vav and Aleph. We continue our discussion of the Psua Daka, of this man that has an issue on disabling him from having children, and whether he's allowed to marry, and who he's allowed to marry, as we'll see right now. Says the Gemara Psua Daka and Kruv Shifcha, of course, Kruv Shifcha as well, we spoke about yesterday. These two people have different issues with their aver, with the testicles, etc. What's the Allah? Mutarin, they're not allowed to marry a yid, but they're allowed to marry Bigiyoyres Umishachreres. They're allowed to marry a woman who becomes a ger and a slave that becomes free. The only officer to come into Klai Yisrael to marry regular Yisrael, So they can't marry a regular Bikal Hashem, but they're allowed to marry a Giyoyres and a Mishachreres. And the rest of today is going to center around this thing. So, they asked the following from Rav Shishas, The Mishnah was talking about Yisrael, a regular Jew that becomes a Psuadak, because Shivcha said, the Mishnah, he can't marry a regular Yid, Kal Hashem. Who could he marry? A Giyoyres and a Mishachreres. Ask the Gemara, what about a Kayin? Is a Kayin who is a Psuadaka, is he allowed to marry a Giyoyres and a Mishachreres? And the Gemara now explains what's the question. Do we say he's a Kayin? And a Kayin has Allah, you're not allowed to marry Gyrus, you're not allowed to marry a Sheikh Mishachreris. And therefore, even though he's a Kroz Shivcha, even though he's a Suadaka, he still has a din of a Kayin, he still remains within his Kedusha, therefore he cannot marry them. 
Or do we say no? Because he's a psuadak and a kushimcha, he does not have the status as being Biktusha Vakain, and therefore he'd be allowed to marry the Gyaris and the Mishikhraris. So answer is the Gemara Amarli Rashishas Tinitua. I'll bring you a raya from the Braisa. Ptuadaka Yisrael Mutter Benesina. Says the Braisa that a Ptuadaka of a regular Yisrael is a letterary Nesina. A Nesina being one who is generally from the Shiva Amimim and is not allowed to marry a regular Yisrael. But a Ptuadaka is allowed to. So explains the Gemara. And if you're going to tell me that this Ptuadaka is a regular status of a Yid, Ikrikan Lotus we should apply here that you're not going to marry a Nesina. So from the fact that Absua Daka can yes marry Nesina shows me Absua Daka is not considered Bikdushasai and therefore by extension we have a right to our question that a Koyain will as well be allowed to marry a Gerizem Meshachreris. Amar Rava says Rava no Raya. Says Rava the fact that in the, in this, a Suadaka Yisrael, Kamari Nesina has nothing to do with Kedusha. Dilma Moilid Ben, Vazal Palach Lavitzchavim. The reason why the Suadaka is allowed to marry Nesina is because generally, why are you not allowed to marry Nesina? Because we're afraid that the child is going to go and marry a guy. But over here, because he's a Suadaka, he can't have any children. That is the reason why. You'll be allowed to marry this Nesina. But when they become Girim, they are allowed. So the answer to marry the Nesina is only a Dindarabanan, but it's only when there could be a child, because we're afraid the child's going to follow his parents and go and worship idols. But this person, because he is a Krosh Therefore, he cannot have children. Therefore, he cannot, there's no But says the Gemara, there's no raya to our question of a koyin to if he can marry a gyeres or a mishachreres. So says the Gemara, Elameyata asks the Gemara, Mamzer the Meneuludei, Hachinami de Asir. Based on what you just said, a Mamzer could have children. So based on what you just said, a Mamzer should be Usher to marry Nesina. But we learn based on your explanation of who's allowed to marry Nesina, that all has to do with the children, says the I don't understand. A mamzer could have a child. So why is a mamzer allowed to marry Nesin? He could have a child and therefore we should be concerned. Explains the Gemara. Ella explains Rabbi Kigazer Rabbanu Bechsherim Bepsulim like Gazvei Rabbanu. The Olgzera is only by Kshirim and not by Pesulim. So therefore, says the Gemara, great, but we don't have any raya to a psua daka kain whether you can marry Gerus Mishachreres. Rather, later on, what happened? Adam Aravala Melsi. What I said is incorrect. Biyosem Akam Lesbulu Chasenos. What I said is incorrect because while the Nesina before they become a Gerim. There's no concept of chasenos to a guy. Nisgairu is lu chasenos. Only once they get become gerim, there is chasenos. And therefore, the Isra does apply even after they became gerim. 
because a Jew is not allowed midaraisa to marry a nesin, yet absuadakan and kavshimchas yes allowed to marry a nesin. So therefore, we do have a clear raya that it's not a big dusha kai, and therefore we've arrived to original shaila that a koyin absuadaka can yes marry geris and emshachreres. But Masiv Rabbi Yosef, two lines on the bottom. You just told me that there's no concept of marriage of chasinos to goy. Now we're going to go on a bit of a segue, a left turn, figuring out a right turn. Whether this indeed is, is accurate. There's no din of chasinos to goy. So again, we answered up our kasha about a koyin kushivcha, a koyin ptuadaka that can yes marry. Because they're not but the way to answer that question was to say that Zedin Daraisa not to marry Nesina because Lotzachatin can only apply after they become Gerim. Now, ask the Gemara, is that accurate? Is it true? There's no such concept of Chasana Stagai. Married the daughter of Haray. So what do we see? Even though she's the daughter of Haray, we see that the Pasuk calls it Chasinos. Explains the Gemara. Hamelech made her a Geiris. And therefore that's what is Chasinos. Ask the Gemara, wait, follow Kiblum Geirim, let me develop me Shlaimai. But the Raisa says that there was no Geirim in the times of David Amelch and Shlomo Amelch. Answers the Gemara in the last line. The reason they did not accept Gerim is only because they were afraid that this guy is being Megayir in order to get from the king's table. But this girl, as we turn over to the base, is the daughter of Baro. She didn't need the cash. Therefore, they, yes, would accept Gerim from her. Ask the Gemara further. How is he let to marry her? She's a mistress. And the law is you're not let to marry an Egyptian girl, a first generation Egyptian. Maybe he'll suggest a very interesting suggestion. Maybe the whole Isser to marry the Mitzrim that until three generations, as we'll see in the next mission in a few moments, maybe that was only in the times of Paroi, times of the Yidin and Mitzrayim. But this was generations later, so the Isser disappears and there's no longer an Isser. Says the you can't tell me that. The person's name was Vinyanman, he was a Ker. He was a friend of Rabbi Akiva. Omar, and he explained, I was a first-generation Mitzri to marry a first-generation Mitzris. And he explained and he says, I'm going to marry my son, because the kid was a Shnia as well. I'm going to marry him to a second-generation Mitzris. And he said this so that that child, the grandson, will be a third-generation. Third-generation Mitzri can marry the Galah Yisrael. But what do we see? We see that the din of Mitzri even applies nowadays in the times of Rabbi Akiva. So what's going on with Shleim HaMelech and Bas Baharoi? So Amar HaBaba, Anan Nishleimai, Leiku V'Nisiv. Are we asking a question from Shleim HaMelech? Shleimai Lai Nasim Midi. Shleim HaMelech never married her. D'chzeh Be'i Minagei Meshach Amar HaShem HaVadei Yisrael HaSavah Bahem. 
As the Pesach explains, he married them, he loved these girls, but they never actually had a proper marriage. Says the Gemara, wait, the Pesach says, explains the Gemara, no, because of the incredible love that Shlomo Melch had for these girls, it was as if he married them, but there was no actual marriage, and therefore the whole question never starts, because there was never a marriage from Shlomo HaMelech. We go back to our original question of what about the Mishnah says? The Mishnah says, who they let him marry? Our Mishnah. The implication is, we can't marry Nesina. Amar Lei, Ravashi responds, No, Raya, Lutanech, wait till what you're saying, you must even look at the end of the Mishnah. What does it say? That vein on a surah, blah, 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 so what's the implication of this Seifa? Haminasina Sharu. The Seifa says, Oh, let him marry a Yid. They're not letting marry Yid, which means they can yes, marry Nasina. The Risha says they can yes, marry Yerza Mishacharis, which means they cannot marry Nasina. That's called the contradiction. Elameha, anytime the Risha and the Seifa have contradictory implications, Laka, Lamashma, Mi, no. Continuing the Gemara, we're at the Mishnah, five lines from the white lines, and I involve them in base. Amoini, Umayavi, Asurim, Yisurin, Israel, and Amoni, Amoavi. Very time sensitive as Shavuos is on the horizon. Amoini, Amoavi, you're not letting marry forever. Girls also for three generations. Rav Shimon Matur, the Kavis Miyad says, Rav Shimon, I don't get it. A Mitchin Adaimi, of course, are Matur Miyad. Why? I'm Rav Shimon, Kavach Haimer Advari. Umayn, the Makashas is Harmitz Ailamatris and the Kavis Miyad. When it came to Ammonia Moavi, that you're never allowed to marry the males, and yet the females are allowed right away. Makayim, when it comes to Mitchin Adaimi, Shaloy Osir, that's Harmel Achlisha Dairais. The man you only now let him marry for three generations. Certainly, Shanatan has given me yad. So Amrulai, they responded in Halacha Nikabel. That if it's Halacha, if you heard this, you have a Messiah will accept. But if you're only saying it based on Akalva Chaimer Yishuva, I could ask you a question on it. Amr Lahem Rashimin responded, I have a Messira about this. So says the Gemara, we're just going to begin. Where do we know this day? Amayni Ubayavi are only us or the males, but the Nikevais are Matar Amrav says in the Pasuk, you know, we're going to have a long and lengthy um, uh, journey through Shmuel base. The Kereis, Ukereis, Sha'ol, as David, Yaitzi, the grass up Lishti, with Sha'ol HaMelech. So David going towards the Pelishtin. Amar says, Sha'ol HaMelech, El Avner, Tzara who's a general, Ben, Mizahanar, Avner, whose son is this? Avner. So Shaul asks Avner, whose kid is this person going forwards? By your life of your king, I don't know. Ask the Gemara. Did Shaul really not know who David Amelch was? And and he became his armor bearer. He carried his weapons. So how could Shalom Melch say he didn't know David Melch? 
Ella explains to perhaps Avu Kamashal. Maybe Shaul was asking Avner about David Amel's father. And he knows father. Says Yimar, really? This is Yishai. Who went in with a multitude and out with a multitude. So he knew his father as well. So explains the Gemara. This is what Shaul was saying. Does David Amel come from Peretz or from Zerich? If he comes from Peretz, he's going to be a king. Why? Because a king breaks through, pirates others' fences and makes a path for himself. And you can't protest. But but if this person, David, comes from Zerich, he's just going to be Chashif. He's not going to be king. My time, what's the reason? What is the reason that Shaul said to Avner to ask about him? As the says, David, and Shaul dressed Shaul, and Shaul dressed David. Me Dov. What does it see? For, what do we see from Me Dov when Shaul and Melka David dressed? Kim Me Dasa. He was the clothing fit him perfectly. The shoulders he was told than any other people. So since Shal saw that his clothing fit David Amelch as a nais, so Shal asked, "What's going on over here? Is David Amelch going to be a king? Something's going on." So says, He jumps in. He says to Shal, "Before you ask about him." Why are you ask if David Amel is going to be king? Find out as he again. My time with the Kasim He comes from Ross. He comes from Mayavis. So why are you ask if he's going to be king? He's probably not even a Kasher Yid. So I'm really Avner, Tanina, Amoini, Vlay Mayavis, Mayavi, Vlay Mayavis. And therefore David Amel is a Kasher Yid. But I asked, Do you go to me out to Mamzer, Vlay Mamzer, as Mamzer, Mum, Zar, but not to buy here. We're going to Stop over here, but this is where we see the very famous Joshua of Of course, David Amelch coming from Ross was Kasha, ultimately would become would become Melech. We'll pick up from here, Mr. Shem, in the next.